friends, I'm Sabrina, the rookie around here. John and Dick are the old school American fans of F1. Thanks for taking time to listen in on a conversation we had about the cancellation of the 2023 Imola Grand Prix. John, Dick, and I agree. The FIA made exactly the right call to cancel the race weekend. As Texans who've experienced natural disasters, flooding, tornadoes, and hurricanes, we can understand the devastation and long-term impact on the region. Our thoughts and prayers are with those affected, both now and for their long-term rebuilding efforts. As John noted, we're proud to see how the F1 teams and individual drivers have helped during this crisis. Hope you enjoy our conversation. Okay, the Imola Grand Prix, because of unbelievable devastation as a result of flooding has been canceled. And for those of us, the three of us, especially we're Texans, we have experienced natural disasters, flooding, tornadoes, and even hurricanes. So we understand the long-term recovery. And I believe we all agree that this was the right call that um, Formula One made regarding canceling the race. And our thoughts and our prayers are with those who have been affected and will be recovering from this. And hopefully the economy of the region will also be able to uh, be able to address this issue. But looking forward to the next Grand Prix scheduled, which is Monaco, I just wanted to ask you guys, what do you look forward to now that we have a gap and we're looking forward to one of the historic races, Monaco. So Dick, what are you looking forward to this season? Or, sorry, well, you this know, weekend. it's really this weekend. Yeah. You know, uh, just to back up for Emma for just a second. Um, sure. You know, it, it's really funny. You know, we had the Chinese Grand Prix canceled, which gave us a big gap. Then we have Emma canceled, which gave us another big gap. So from a fan's perspective, I was just sort of like, uh, but like you said, Sabrina, I mean, you know, being from Houston where, you know, cars being underwater is not necessarily, um, a new thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, uh, and then seeing those pictures from Emily, I was just sort of like, is this Italy or is this Houston? Cause I'm confused. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, you know, absolutely the right thing to do to cancel that race. But anyway, um, you know, there was a lot of teams that were bringing upgrade packages to Emily. And, um, and so now I think the bigger question is, is that, okay, Monaco is so different from everywhere else they go. I really wonder if they're even going to throw the upgrade package on the car and try to get some data off of it, or, you know, what are they going to do? I mean, I don't know how Monaco goes and correlates that much to any other track because it's so unique. It's so short. It's so tight. Um, I just, I, I'll be really curious to see now, you know, probably Mercedes is going to throw an upgrade package on it because there's maybe a little bit of desperation there. So I'm going to be interested in that. But beyond that, I don't know. I I think if I'm on any of the other teams, I'm probably sitting still and just saying, no, we'll go to the next race and we'll test, uh, in pre-practice one and see if this stuff really works. Now, mm-hmm. Those are my thoughts. John, agree, disagree? Do you think the lack of Imola will affect Monaco? I do think it will affect Monaco. Um, the The Mercedes team has said now that just lately that they're not going to use their updates um, in Monaco because they don't really feel like they'll be able to get a fair measure of what they do, and they'd rather go with the package they know 
Uh, and as Dick mm -hmm. said, it's, it's not that great a track for that. Ferrari, on the other hand, are putting their upgrades on and they're going to run with that. So it's an interesting uh, decision making difference between the two teams. I think that the cancellation of Imola affects Mercedes disproportionately because although Monaco is a, a different breed of race and it doesn't affect the rest of the season in terms of Mercedes development, uh, any development would help them have more confidence that they're coming to grips with their car. And so they go to, to Monaco without that uh, confidence boost. And then they go to, you know, to the next race and they have to put the package on then and see if it correlates to their expectations from their computer modeling. Mm -hmm. And so it delays them. Now, you know, you could argue that it delays everybody that's bringing an upgrade package to Imola and, you know, so it's, but I do think that Mercedes is adversely affected more than any of the other teams. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in the long run, it, I don't think it's going to make much difference at Monaco. And I expect that Red Bull will be dominant at Monaco. Ferrari will be desperate at Monaco. Mercedes will be peddling around trying their best. And Aston Martin will probably be in the mix. And Alonso will be looking for, you know, he could win this one. Um, he, yep. If he yeah. gets that car dialed in and has a, a magical qualifying lap in Q3, yeah. he could actually win this race. Yeah. And I would think that Aston Martin is set up to either have a very, very good weekend or a disastrous weekend. I don't think there's going to be any in between for them. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, I've, I've been to Monaco. I was there in 1982, the wettest race ever. Uh, it's a fantastic place, and I just love the I love the the coming together there of Formula One and Monaco. It's it's everything that uh, you would ever want to see in an F1 race. It's a horrible place to watch a race, but it is a great place for a race. And I hope that they find ways to keep keep coming there forever. Uh, it's just too much a part of it, and too too fantastic. What you're going to see if you watch the race is everybody who's anybody in the celebrity world is going to be there. And if they're not there, mm -hmm. you just write it down because they're, they're going down. They're not, they're not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's going to be uh, I think it could be a very good race. The weather's always a, an issue. I haven't looked at the forecast to see whether they're expecting rain or not, but you know, that area right along the coast there um, can frequently have weather disruptions and uh, that that may well play a factor on it. But uh, love the race. Best race of the weekend. Best racing day of the weekend uh, of the entire year, uh, especially yep. for Americans, because you have Monaco, you have the Indy 500 and you have the Coca-Cola 600. So you get Formula One, IndyCar and NASCAR. Everybody's happy about that. You can watch racing all day long and just be happy as can be. Yep. I love it. I love it. Yep. That's a great way to, after a difficult week for Imola, to think about the positive of a, the approaching Monaco weekend. I love it. I uh, I have a, an extra shot that I want to add to to what oh, John sure. said about Monaco. Oh yes, and Sorry. that is my prediction. I don't disagree with anything that John says. However, I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to say I'm predicting a Titanic battle between Max and Fernando, uh, mm. and oh, it's yeah. going to start in qualifying 
And I think Sergio could well be in the mix. I think everybody else is going to be battling for fourth or fifth place. But I think the prospect of, of Max and Fernando going after each other and the pressure that that's going to put on the pit crews to execute flawless pit stops is going to be fascinating to watch. That's my two cents. Here's my magical weekend. So qualifying Q3 is in the wet. Mm-hmm. That would be magic. Yep. Yep. The other thing that yep. I wanted to say, and I didn't say about Imola, is hats off to the teams and individual drivers because many of them have taken great efforts to contribute both physical labor and financial support to the Imola region. And I just think that's yes. that's the very best of Formula One coming to the front there. That's really good. Well said. Yep. Well said. That ends this conversation. But rest assured, we'll keep talking and you can keep listening in because we're just two guys, a girl, and F1. For John, Dick, and me, thanks for listening.